In every life, there is a point of sudden change. For some, it's the loss of a loved one, a medical emergency, a financial disaster, or even the loss of a body part through military situations, an accident, or foolish choices. On today's show, we'll visit with a young man that had been living out the dream of many young outdoors men and women. Then, in one somewhat foolish choice, his life changed forever. Now he's faced with a search for why and now what. God never leaves his children with no answers to the questions of life. He wants us to come to him and ask and look to his word to get the answers. He never allows something life-changing to go to waste. If we'll allow him, he will grow us and glorify himself and his glory through it. Let's head down this week's Trail to Adventure into God's Great Outdoors and hear about a life changed in an instant. And now, here's your host, Dean Hulse. Welcome to God's Great Outdoors, the Trail to Adventure. Uh, Glad to be back with everybody again. We are in Big Rapids, Michigan, or just outside Big Rapids, Michigan, at Two Hats Ranch. And we've got one of the the guides. I think you're kind of the you're kind of the lead guide right now. Kind of a catch all if you got to clean the toilet, or maybe not clean, but tighten a, to- a toilet seat. We got Dusty Ryder with us, who's been a friend for uh, probably eight or ten years now. I would guess pretty close. Yeah, yeah, as long as the ranch has been yeah going. I don't. I don't remember the first time we what the date was you were on. We were on this. Has it been really ten years? Yeah, twenty. 20- 14, I think. Yeah, so nine years. This is the 10th year. But uh, it, you, you've become a good friend. You know, you were just a boy when we first met. And uh, you're still just a boy. You're just, we both put on a little weight. I put on a little more than you. I've lost more hair than you. <laughs> you've lost something else we'll talk about later on. But that's been more recent. But, you know, why don't you tell me how you got here in the first place? Because, you know, there's a lot of boys like you and I grew up that would have a dream of doing something like this. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a nightmare. That's, <laughs> you know. yeah, amen to that. <laughs> but overall, there's not better, many things that are more enjoyable, at least most of the time. It's very true. It can be very fulfilling, you know, in moments. But like any job, it's got its headaches. But so, how did you get started here? So I was going to the same church as uh, Skipper and Colby and the whole crew years and years ago. That was, at the time, Skipper played a big role in our church. You know, he was always doing stuff up on stage, mm-hmm. doing men's group stuff. And, you know, as I think I was 11, 12 years old, you know, and it was the cool guy in a cowboy hat, you know, that hunted for a living. And it was like, that's, that's who doesn't want to be that right. guy someday? So I was just looked up to him and he was an idol for me kind of he's kind of a bigger than life personality. yeah yeah exactly yeah and so at 13 years old i walked up to him and asked him for a job <laughs> and uh he said sure he said you you can't drive how what's your plan i was like well i'm homeschooled so my mom will meet me or take yeah. me wherever we need to go and so it uh that's when it started. That was 13 years ago. And my mom would drop me off at the gas station at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Him and I would go to work for 8, 10 hours. I'd come home, do school. We'd rinse and repeat the next day. I mean, And, <laughs> and you've, you've lived through it. That's, uh, that, with, with Skipper, he's, he's an amazing man, but he's not an easy guy to work with sometimes. It's very true. It's but very he'll, true. he'll love you till he, he's got nothing left to give. Yeah. 
but he, he's uh, sometimes it's hard love. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You, half the time you you're pretty sure he hates you, but deep down you know that there's not, nothing he won't do right. for you. Right. So. And you know I've got that. I being here on the ranch, which is a special place, and and we'll um, we've already talked about that on some other shows. But here on the ranch, I, I've been thrown off a few times. One one time, of course, I wasn't seriously thrown off but at the time you don't know it or not you don't know if you're in trouble or if he's your best friend most of the time it's very true he's hard to read i've been been with him long enough now where i I know but yeah the first couple years as a uh still wet behind the ears it was very intimidating well you didn't start out good your first day what what'd you do the first day yeah very first day yeah first or second day i had to running a circular saw proceeded to uh, chop a hole in the brand new utility trailer that they just bought right in front of them. Everybody watching and la- they watched the whole thing too, laughing the entire time. And he probably just shook his head, dropped his head and yeah, shook it. Yeah, he didn't even say a word. Everybody else, he knew with everybody else laughing that the humiliation was enough. So, Well, you know, we've, we've had a chance. We were just trying to talk. Two evenings ago, we got to hunt together. I wasn't, I wasn't hunting with, with your crew. We will say that, you know, Todd that was hunting with your crew um, took a picture with a flash flash camera just as a deer was coming, ready to get shot. Yeah, yeah. Turns out deer don't like flash photography. <laughs> Who knew? Well, it opened up for as last minute as I was walking past your truck and you said, hey, you want to come film with us? And it was a quick hunt, but that was, we were trying to figure out it. I, I would guess we've probably been in the blind with 10 or 12 different hunters over the years. Yeah, yeah, it's probably pretty safe. And we always have really good luck or really good blessings, I guess I should say. But, you know, you've seen a lot of, a lot of things here. You've seen a lot of um, good and bad, even in the hunts. You've met some amazing people. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to take a break here for a second, and we'll be come back. But we'll talk about maybe some of the hunts, the the special people you've met, some of the kids and the vets that we we both got to experience. But and we'll talk about some of the other things that have recently happened in your life, and we'll see where it goes from there. But we'll be right back. Adam's going to give us a little bit of information here, and then we'll be back with Dusty Ryder. For the last 26 years, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women, boys and girls for Jesus Christ. This is only possible by the generosity of our listeners. Thank you to all who have supported us in the past. God has blessed us because of you. We pray for you to feel his blessings as well. Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. Hunter Safety Systems, saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we do not separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives, and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, ggoutdoors.org. That's ggoutdoors.org. Welcome back to God's Great Outdoors, the trail to adventure. We are at Two Hats Ranch with Dusty Ryder longtime employee and good friend of the owners in special ways. So 
You've, you've learned a lot here, actually. It's, overall, I'm sure it's been an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. The life lessons here are nonstop. At least they want you to think that. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get paid around here is life lessons. <laughs> but it's, you know, we're, we're just coming up on a hunt today. We're waiting on, our, on the next hunters to come in. And uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about these two hunts, because I think this is, from what you've told me, is your, your favorite time of the whole year. That's very true. The the kids especially, because, I mean, personally, I have, you know, hunting with kids and getting to introduce some of them to the outdoors and stuff like that. That's a that's a real passion of mine. I mean, the veterans, they're a they're a lot of fun to hunt with, but it's a whole different atmosphere. You yeah. know, you know how it is. I mean, mm-hmm. you go from all time high with the kids. It's so much fun. You know, you got a kid that's never shot a deer before. He just he doesn't even really grasp what's happening most of the time mm-hmm. then you got a veteran who you're sitting in the blind with telling you stories you know i've hunted with the guys they'll be sitting there with amputated legs or whatever and they make you feel like you're tiny yeah you know you're yeah. sitting next to superman essentially yeah with the little things we deal with in life don't seem so so the big things we we think we're dealing with in life don't seem seem so big yeah yeah these these two hunts are definitely a uh the highlight of my year for yeah. sure. And I like, I won't even lie. They're a big reason why I'm still here. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because of that, God's given you that desire to be here for those hunts, which brings you through the other, because you learn a lot of things here in these two hunts, but you also make a lot of friends in, in other hunts. Can you, you think of anything in, in particular, we had a great hunt a couple of days ago um, with a great uh, young man, Mm-hmm. and very loving you know that's one thing you get out of these kids you see a different val- a different level of love with these with these kids we've had a lot of down syndromes boys i don't know if we've ever had a down syndrome girl here no i don't think so for that, the hunts and that was the first you know i've done 10 10 kids hunts now something like that that's the first kid with down syndrome i've ever hunted with yeah so and that it's was a little challenge <laughs> no there was no little about it that was yeah that was a very big challenge well and it and I say a challenge, and it's not that it's not that their problem is that they have so much excitement. Mm-hmm. They have personality galore. Oh yeah, he. Had, I mean, the kid Kyle. You know, he had enough personality for everybody in the blind. I mean, it's it's crazy. And he, I think, understood the taking of the life of that deer mm-hmm. and what it meant more than anybody I think I've ever seen. Yeah. He was excited yet, but he hit it well. He didn't want to be the, the forefront anymore. He yeah. didn't want to be in the limelight. And the boy that I videoed earlier in the week, Benjamin, you know, he, he couldn't wait to get back here and get in front of anybody, everybody. Yeah. And another Down syndrome boy, which um, was just an awesome time. But his mom told me, she said, just the night he shot his buck, it was late. You know, usually those nights it gets to be pretty late. And he's laying in bed. She said, his eyes are closed. We thought he was sleeping. And all of a sudden he said, I got one. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, we just stared at him. We thought he was sleeping. And she said, her and her husband just laughed. Any any stories with vets? Anything that well, we shared a vet hunt last year, and that was his first year. You did that. That one was that was a really good one. I really enjoyed that hunt. Watching his reaction, you know who's. Trying to remember was that his cousin that was with him. Ken, yeah, yeah. Jeff St. John was our was our hunter. Yeah, yeah, that was a riot. I mean, it worked out great. I mean, I had scouted that deer out. It, you couldn't have scripted that whole thing any better. 
between watching the deer for the first for two weeks before we shot it and then being last pick and yeah and then being able to get his first deer well and there's lots of times because you guys are really with these vets and the kids there's levels of bucks that you want to take age class if you can the kids aren't nearly as generally as important on the age class Mm because you're looking for a mountable deer a mountable deer and something that gives a good opportunity yeah but with jeff you knew that buck and lots of times when the bucks come in to these fields you guys as guides are staring through your binoculars staring through your spotting scope and making sure it's the right age class it's the right score not necessarily score but what the potential of deer is is it reached its potential already there's a lot of things at play mm-hmm. that day there was nothing to worry about you knew exactly what we were after yeah yeah and that yeah that makes me feel good knowing you know putting in the work like that and then when that deer comes running down the hill, you don't have to make your job a lot easier when you don't have to look twice and yeah. you just say, kill it. That's right. I mean, he, he, was a, he wasn't halfway down the hill. You said, get your gun up. We're going to kill this one or something like yeah. that. And it was a great opportunity. I mean, Jeff has given so much, you know, both in the military and then in police. And now he's suffering from uh, issues that came from, from those and, and lots of surgeries. And we just had a great time in the blind. Yeah. And, yeah, this Ever was life changing. This was life changing for Jeff. I think so. He had hunted in Michigan for a lot of years with family, mm-hmm. and never killed a buck. And that was, that was his first one. And for his cousin to be able to be there because they grew up hunting together, that was awesome. Yeah. From there, I want to I want to talk about because you had a you had a bad spring, <laughs> you had a a rough spring. That's one way to put it. Yeah, I mean it's you had an accident this spring. Maybe you could talk about. A little bit about what happened as much as you'd like to, but about how it's how it's maybe making you look at things differently. Yeah, so I was out with a couple friends, and they were all graduating from college, and you know everybody was fixing to leave the leave town, you know, and stuff. So we were we just got together for a night. We we're gonna go out, have a bonfire, you know, just four or five of us or whatever. As we were leaving, my one buddy he. Uh, Went to his friend's closet, grabbed a couple fireworks, and said, hey, we'll light these off while we're out there just to have some fun. Out in the middle of state land, he lit off two mortars, and uh, he lit the first two and uh, threw them. Everything went fine. He handed me the third one, said, here, you light this one. Went to light it, and the moment the flame touched the fuse, it blew up in my uh, left hand and took... Three three fingers total. Yeah, as well as a little bit of your palm of your hand. They rebuilt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It took it took a good chunk of my left hand. So, yeah, it it changes it changes in a hurry. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. It was an, an exciting night. That's for sure. <laughs> Not in a good way. No, no. But you know, God can t- God can make good out of bad. I mean, that's if you look at as we said earlier, we look at our own struggles, and then we look at some of these families. And the, especially the vets that come in here without eyes, without legs, without arms. Mm-hmm. And we realize we're all missing something. Yeah. You know, you're, you're missing most of your hand. You're working on prosthetics now uh, to hopefully get adjusted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll change you forever. It's true. It's it true. Will. And, you know, hunting with these kids and these vets, you know, you're able to put stuff in perspective. You know, it's like, I, yeah, I lost most of my left hand, you know, and it's like I can either sit around and mope, you know, what was me. But then he, and yeah. I hunted with a kid a couple of years ago, uh, Trevor. 
I think is who it was. You know, another bad accident, totally messed him up. You know, never be able to walk, can't mm-hmm. see the hunger that he had for God. Yeah. You know, and watching him sing, Scott Hennon was playing on the guitar, and we were just was. singing a couple gospel really? songs and just watching him sing at the top of his lungs. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I lost the left hand, but you know what? Big deal. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's... Right. Now we're just trying to find the why, you know? Yeah, that's, right. That's what I tell And everybody. there's a why. Mm-hmm. And there is a why. There definitely is. And I think you, it probably comes a little bit at a time. Yeah. God's not going to let it go to waste, I can tell you that. Well, and ever since it started, you know, looking back at everything that's happened, you know... From the very from the moment my fingers blew off, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. It's all kind of a, a bit of a blur. But I do remember it fairly well. You said you saw your fingers leave. Oh yeah, I watched them fly off, and uh, like I have no medical experience. I had, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. But I've watched, you know, Black Hawk Down. But you know, <laughs> yeah. that's about all I know about emergency medical stuff. But I mean, my fingers after they blew off, they barely hit the ground, and. I don't know where the thought came from, but I mean, I had my belt off and was putting a tourniquet on, which I've never done that yeah. before. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. That whole night, there was definitely, and my buddy even said something. He's like, I don't know how you did, how you stayed calm, how yeah. how you, I was like, I, I have no idea. Yeah. I was like, there was, there was a higher power at work through that entire night to be able to remain calm through the whole thing apply my own tourniquet and I, I mean I directed them out of there and everything and well blood was just pumping out of me yeah. and yeah I, looking back at it like I said I don't have a clue how I was able to do any of it or anything yeah you know I'd like to think I'm cool or something like that but <laughs> you're kind of cool <laughs> there was uh, there was definitely a higher power at work from that moment to being in the ER they were getting ready to do the uh, to start working on my hand and they were like we would like to we would like to put a blocker on your left hand but we can't we don't have anybody in this entire building that can put a blocker on Mm -hmm. they had barely finished saying that and this older lady walked by i don't i wish i could have got her name she just happened to poke her head in as she was leaving for the night hey what's going on and they were like oh yeah we're fixing to operate on his hand and she's like oh do you need a blocker i can put a blocker (laughs) on and they're like are you kidding me and they're like no she said i just clocked out she's like but i can I can uh, put a blocker yeah. on. I'm the last one in the building that knows how to do it. Wow. And, you know, you've got great support at home. You know, you're raised in a Christian home with parents that love you and lots of kids. Mm-hmm. Lots of kids. I just saw a picture of a, was it your dad's birthday? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah it was. And there was a, a whole pile of kids. You were the only one that wasn't able to make it because you were over here with the kids mm-hmm. here. So, But, you know, it gives you a little bit of different empathy for the vets that come. You know, you understand a little bit about what what it was to go through. Mm -hmm. And God's going to use that. I've I've been through lots of stuff in my life, lots of bad falls, lots of ER visits. Um, My mom reminds me all the time that uh, I've been through lots of ER visits, you know, Mm -hmm. and and Linda. And and God hasn't wasted any of them. He's going to, it'll be, it'll be life changing one way or the other for you. Like we see with the kids and the vets, Mm -hmm. you know, we all go through those things, but I, it's, it'll be exciting to see because it's good. It's not going to go to waste. I can guarantee that. I, I knew that when they told me this year that said, Dean, you've got cancer. And we were able to talk to the uh, doctor that told us that. 
And I forget what we what we even said, Linda and I, but she said, turned to us. She said, you know, I've told thousands of people that. And you guys got the best attitude of anybody we've ever had. Why? And we got to share mm-hmm. that we knew that God wasn't going to let it go to waste. Yeah. And whatever happened, whether or not I live for another 20 years or I live for another 20 days, it isn't going to matter. Mm-hmm. And and I think that you'll see that eventually, you know, that when yeah. it's still fairly fresh. Yeah. You know, you're still adjusting to it. You were able to draw your bow the other day, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that felt really good. <laughs> well, did you try? You didn't try to release them. No, think, no, we haven't figured out how to hold, I can, hold it. I can draw it, but I can't try and figure out how to not drop it. Yeah. Well, so. there's. We need to do is find somebody that's building um, custom grips, you know, or custom slings. Yeah, they'll they'll get it for you. Uh-huh. Uh, I appreciate your time. I really appreciate your friendship because it, you know. We're we're kind of different personalities. It's true. You're you're a you're a, um, a hard nose sometimes. I've been told that. You no kidding, I, really. I've been told that sometimes. <laughs> you're you know, and and I hate to say this because you and Skipper are a lot alike. You hold a lot of stuff back, and you got to read you in a different way. You probably don't like that. I, I've also been told that a lot. Yeah, so, but yeah. but it's true. But it's true. But you know, I've honestly considered you a close friend. You're young enough to be my son, actually. My grandson jokingly calls you dad once yes, in a while. Does. Yes, he, he does. Is missing, uh, he is missing the tropical smoothies this week that you normally treat him to. Yeah, and we're, we're missing him. So. Yeah. Well, Micah, we wish you were here. But I, I appreciate everything. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see, and you know, I hope you know, that questions, need anything done, need anybody to serve you, that you can always call on me. Yeah, I'd be there. And I appreciate that. And I don't even know if you know, but you've been... You know, a mentor to me. Well, you know, makes me feel old, but okay. Yeah. I mean, whether whether yeah. it's, you know, just watching you from yeah. a distance, or you know, just getting able to hunt, being able yeah. to hunt with you, you know, and share the blind. Yeah, I love it. Honestly, we've had some awesome times, and it's it's fun to watch over your shoulder as you've grown a lot in what you're doing. You know, because you came in here pretty green when you think about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But watch over your shoulder and see how you deal with people, your patience with people, because. I wouldn't take you as a real patient person otherwise. Yeah. But when you got a hunter in the blind, you're very patient. You're very caring. You you do a very, very good job with that. And I've enjoyed watching that. So and we'll do this again sometime when we when you find out how God's gonna use that hand and how he uses you because of it, we'll uh, we'll jump back on the radio someday and do it again. Yeah, looking forward to I, it. I appreciate that. Well, we're going to sign off now, and Adam will come on and, and close us out. But uh, thank you, Dusty, for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, and we're excited to see what God's going to do. Well, for our listeners, thank you for joining us. As I say often, if you weren't out there, we wouldn't be here. So without that, we're, we'd be just talking to each other with, without the radio running. We look forward to seeing you next week as we head down the trail to adventure in God's great outdoors. Our daily life on the trail to adventure can be going along smoothly and then suddenly everything can change in an instant. Through all of life's struggles, we need to remember that God has a plan and when we ask why, he's got an answer. Every one of us will face life-changing experiences and difficulties. There are times when things seem to happen for no reason and times when we've been hurt because of something we or someone else has done. If through our struggle to understand why we question it all, we just need to remember the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis. Years after wondering why, he said to the brothers that had sold him into slavery, 
You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. God has a plan in everything and anything you are going through today. We want to thank you, our listeners, for all the support and prayers, and we will look forward to providing you with a godly insight to life challenges and blessings each week. We are blessed to serve the Lord as we serve you. If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to hear the extended podcast version, you can find it by looking for Dean Hulse or Trail to Adventure wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This program is provided by and can be contacted at God's Great Outdoors, P.O. Box 414, Powers, Michigan, 49874, or on the website, ggoutdoors.org. For our host, Dean Hulse, our special guest, Dusty Ryder, This is Adam Erickson wishing you a great week ahead in God's great outdoors as you travel down the trail to adventure.